We're ready to begin Parshas uh, Vayakil. I said the same thing, Marvin. It's Rabbi, he wants to think you're It says in this week's Parsha, Vayakil Kol Adas B'nei Israel, and Moshe Rabbeinu gathered Kol Adas B'nei Israel, the whole congregation of Israel, Vayem Aleyhem, Eilat Varma Shetziv Hashem, Laos These are the things that Moshe has commanded for them to do. And then it says the Mitzvah of Shabbos, Yeshish Yom Jasem Lacha, right, it says the Mitzvah of Shabbos. And then afterwards, later on, the Prophet Dalit, Forbes took him later, it says, Vayem Moshe El Kol Adas B'nei Israel, Moshe said to all the whole congregation of Israel. Again, he uses the word Adas, the congregation, all of Dalit, Toph. Leymar, Zeh Dalashetim Moshe Leymar. And then he tells about the Mishkan. Then he tells about the tabernacle, building the Mishkan. And then after the whole thing is over, again it says in part, in Pasuk 20, Pasuk Chav, it says, Vayitza Kol Adas B'nei Israel, Mifnei Moshe. The whole congregation of Israel left from in front of Moshe. So the Swan of a Rebbe, the Sin the Sila Sholem, asks, what's the significance of the usage of the word Adas? Nowhere, in very few places in the Torah, does the Torah use the word Adas, the congregation of Israel, Ayin Dalit Tov. It hasn't happened before this Parsha? Well, it did happen, it, it, I don't think so. No, it did not happen before this Parsha. It says, it's called Adas in Israel, here it's used three times. Three times within the span of 20 Psukim, about the Mitzvah Shabbos and the Mitzvah of the Mishkan, it just says the word Adas in Israel. Mm-hmm. And the Swami Rebbe points out, also says it in Parshas Kiddoshim. When the Torah says that he should be holy, Kiddoshim to you, you should be holy, it says there also, Adas B'nei Yisrael. It says, Daver El Kol Adas B'nei Yisrael, Kiddoshim to you, you shall be holy. So what's the, uh, sound like there's some kind of connection here. Okay? So he gives an interesting explanation. And uh, the explanation might overlap with our discussions in Parshas Kisavo. The explanation is like this. He says that, he says that, he, he, he says like this. What is the Golis? How do we have exile? What's the, what's the main cause of exile? What's the main cause? What is the hindrance to the Gula? What's the hindrance to the redemption, to the, to the coming of the Mashiach? What's, the, uh, what's stopping it? And he says, what's stopping it is das. What's stopping it is das, which is knowledge. Das, which is knowledge. He says that in, in Yeshaya, chapter 5, Pasuket Gimel, it says like this, Gola Ami, my nation became um, exiled, mibli das, because they didn't have das. They didn't have, that's the way the Mephoshim, they also learn the commentaries, is that it's without knowledge, without the awareness of Hashem. The lack of awareness of Hashem is what causes the gullus. The lack of understanding, the lack of knowledge, that is the cause of the exile. Because he says that knowledge is everything. Knowledge is everything. As it says in uh, the Medrash, in Vayikra, in, uh, in, uh, in Pasha 1, number 6, it says they're in the Medrash, and it says it also in Vayikra, in the Medrash Tanhuma. And as the Radal points out there in the Medrash, it also says it in the Gemara Nadarim on page 41a. The Gemara Nadarim page 41a is very interesting. The Gemara here says that uh, the Gemara wants to, it says in Parshas Kisavo, is that we're going to be exiled. And all the, it says all the, the Teichacha, it says all the different tragedies that are going to befall the Jewish people. So uh, 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 as a final statement, the Torah just says, Bechaiser Kol. You'll be missing everything. You will have nothing. You won't have anything. 
So the Gemara wants to know, what does it mean you're not going to have anything? So there's different opinions. One opinion says you're not going to have anything, you're not going to have candles, you're not going to have a table, you're not going to have a wife, you're not going to have the sun, you're not going to have... And the one opinion is like this. So if Nachman says, what does it mean? What's the ultimate, the, the apex of the Gullus? The climax of the, of the, of the, of the, of, of the punishments is going to be below Dea. Everything means you're not going to have das. You're not going to have knowledge, you're not going to have understanding. So there the Gemara says a few, uh, a few words later, the Gemara says like this, Abai, Abai says, Naktinen enoni elabidei. We have a couple, we have a tradition that a person is not considered poor unless they're missing knowledge. Unless they're missing understanding. Memarabo Amri, in Eretz Yisrael, they used to say in the West, the Dabei Kulabei. If he has that, he has everything. The Lo Dabei Mabei. If he doesn't have that, what does he have? Da Kani Machaser. If he has acquired that, what is he missing? The e lokani, da lokani. If he doesn't, he has not acquired that. Makani, what has he acquired? So the mashor here in his explanation uh, is bothered by the words. He's bothered by what does it mean that we have a kabbalah? What does it mean that we have a tradition that uh, there's only that we have a tradition that a person is only poor if they don't have knowledge? What kind of tradition is that? What, what, is, what is the word? What is Abai using the words tradition? So he says the first explanation. He says it means that the, most of the time when we use the word ani, poor person, it means money, right? Person who doesn't have money, person who's poor, person who doesn't have money. But here, uh, here the word poor, when it says you're not going to have anything, means knowledge. But then he says something interesting. He says like this. He says. Another explanation, which was mentioned many times before, and he says that the word poor, essentially the word ani, ayin nun yud in Hebrew, does not mean that a person doesn't have money. The, the literal essential definition of the word ani means they don't have knowledge, they don't understand. And, and the word, when we use the word ani for, as far as money is concerned, we are borrowing the term. When we say that a person is poor in Hebrew, we say he's an ani, we're borrowing the term, really. Because the term is really essentially means a person doesn't have knowledge, doesn't have, doesn't have understanding. We borrow that term to say he doesn't have money also. She says. And why does the Gemara say it twice? So one, he says, the Gemara says that that's talking about the physical and the spiritual. Anyway, that's the mashua. The mashua is pointing out here, and he's explaining what the Gemara says, and what the Medrash says, is that knowledge is everything knowledge is, knowledge is everything so there's knowledge is everything there's no and there's very interesting like this it says in Parshas Chayasara it says in Parshas Chayasara it's like this it says Avraham Zokim Babayamim Avraham was a Zokim he was in literally translated he was an elder man Babayamim is coming years Vashem Beach coming in years like an expression Babayamim he has coming years and he's reached uh, ripe old age. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Hashem blessed Avraham with everything. So the Gan Raveh there in his commentary says, based upon this Gemara, he gives the following. He gives the following explanation. He says that the word Zakin means the word Zakin, which means an elder, means a person who is knowledgeable person who has knowledge, people who has understanding. An elder doesn't just mean an elder. It means a Torah scholar. It means a person who, who, who knows, who understands, right? 
So the Torah explains like this: But Avraham Zakim Bar Avraham was an elder, meaning he was he 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 was knowledgeable. He understood the world. He understood everything around him. And what does that mean? Hashem Avraham and Hashem blessed Avraham with everything. When a person has knowledge, then he has everything, and that's what Avraham had. That's what the Torah. That's the Torah's testimony. And you, how do you know that knowledge is everything? Well, everything that we just said. The Gemara in Tractate uh, Nadar on page forty-one eight. And he gives a very interesting explanation, which is offered by the Pnei Yehoshua, and the, the Sefer called the Markashisha, which is composed by the famous responsible called the Chavas The Gemara says, here on page 32b, in Kiddushin, the Gemara says that there is a mitzvah to honor, there's a mitzvah, the Torah tells us that there's a mitzvah to honor, right, uh, an older person, like it says in Parshat Kiddushin, which we mentioned before, it says like this. It says, you should stand up in front of a, a saver, in front of an old person, and you should honor the face of a zakin. What is a zakin? What does the word zakin mean? So there's a three-way dispute in the Gemara here on page 32b. One opinion holds that it's a person who is a Talmud Chacham, a person who is a Torah scholar, a person who is knowledgeable, a person who understands, and a person who knows. Okay? So how do you know that... Are we talking about uh, a Jewish knowledge, Torah knowledge? We're talking about, we're talking about yeah, we're talking about Jewish knowledge. And specifically, according to what the Svonim Rebbe here says, is that we're talking about the knowledge of Hashem. That's, he, that's what he says. So I understand, for my purposes, maybe that's not what he means, but for my purposes, the knowledge of Hashem means the all-encompassing knowledge of Hashem, meaning, the, meaning that the, the, the Torah the philosophy of, uh, of God, the understanding of nature, the understanding of mitzvot, the knowledge of Hashem in general. Every, everything that enriches, enriches our knowledge of Hashem. That's what I understand it means. Because all the sources that are according are interchangeable with all, with, with all of these things. And the, and, and the Snorlami Rebbe is here pointing out, and I'm, you know, I'm adding to, to what he says, he's pointing out that knowledge is everything, and he wants to build that argument to say that knowledge is the cause of the gullus. Knowledge is the cause of the uh, of the exile. Knowledge or lack of knowledge? The lack of. The lack of knowledge is the cause of the exile. So, but here, what? As you, but as you get older, you get more knowledgeable. Right, so the Gemara here says in Kiddushin, the well, Gemara... I, I just want to ask you, in terms of Abraham, uh, does Hashem give the knowledge? Or I mean, I understand that you have to have his established. But do some people get more knowledge uh, from Hashem than others? If you know oh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk about this a little bit, hopefully later on. Okay. Do some people get it? Whether whether God is no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the Gemara says to question. The Gemara says on the next page on page thirty three a. The Gemara says that uh, person is supposed to stand up for elder for older people, even if they're not Jewish. The Gemara says that Abaye. Abai used to stand up for uh, for all the people because they have experiences. There's a different Amorim, There's a list of different Amorim, how they used to honor all the people, um, even if they didn't have any Torah knowledge. But uh, as far as we're we're concerned, is um, right. It says here that Rav Yechonin used to stand up in front of uh, Sabi Darama. Used to stand up for non-Jewish older people. He says that they have many experiences. Right, but still, experience is also knowledge. Any no, any little knowledge is is, uh, is is worth something. Obviously, the knowledge of of, of Torah and Hashem is worth more. Um, 
So the Gemara has a dispute here. The Gemara wants to right? You have the sign on the buses. On the buses in Israel, you have the Nesave Takam on the first seat. You have to stand up for all the people. That's the Pasuk that appears there from Parshas Kedoshim. So what does the word Zakin mean? You should honor a Zakin. So he said, one opinion here says Zakin doesn't mean an older person. It just means a person who has understanding and knowledge. So Rashi here explains that the word Zakin, Zayin Kuf Nun, is an acronym for, is an acronym uh, for Zekon Achachma, this one who has acquired wisdom. So the question that the, uh, that the Pnei Yeshua asks in the Markashisha, they ask uh, Markashisha in his entry for acronym, acronyms, says that Zayin Kuf Nun does not stand for Zekon Achachma, it would be Zayin Kuf Ches, Ches for Chachma, what is Nun? What does Nun stand for? Nun is nothing. So both the Pnei Yeshua and the Markashisha say that all you need to do is say this one acquired. Because if you say, because since we said in the Gemara, in the, in the Dharam says that the only real true acquisition is knowledge, any other acquisition is, 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 a, is a facade. It's not really an acquisition. It doesn't mean anything. That's therefore, the, therefore, knowledge. knowledge is known. That's very good. So, the, therefore, Zion Kuf, all you have to do is say, Zekana, this one acquired, and the rest doesn't need to be said. When I said this over in Israel about, uh, for, to, to, to my students in, in the yeshiva about, uh, I don't know what it is, about uh, 15 years ago, maybe a little less than 15 years ago, so one of the students said that the word nur, that the Nun, in the word Zaki, in the gematria of that is, is uh, the, the numerical value of that is, uh, is 50. Right, and the word kol, which we said is defined in Parshas Kisavah, the word kol, which means everything, the gematria is also 50. The 20, the chafas is 20, and nun is, uh, is 30, which makes up 50. So when the, gemar, when the, tam, when the Torah says, lamed is 30, right. The, the chaf and the lamed is 30. So he said that when the Torah says chosa kol, and the gemar understands kol means everything, means knowledge, and the ganrav also understands that when it says about Avram Avinu, so it means that in the, in the gematria, Right, uh, it, Zakin does stand for Zekon Achachma, Zayin Kof Nun what? Nun is Kol, Kol is what? That's, that's knowledge, that's, that's, that's what he said. Um, what's his name? Morcha Shtern, that's what he, that's what he told me, it was a very interesting insight, okay, fine, that's what he says. Anyway, so knowledge is everything, to the point where the Gemara in Tractate Sota, Gives a secret as to one people sin. How do people sin? When is, how does a person commit an Avera? What? Because they, exactly. Right. So the Gemara says, Zokti Gemara, very interesting, Zokti Gemara. Right. Rish Loki said, a person doesn't commit a sin, unless it comes into him a spirit of foolishness, of stupidity. How do you know this? Because it says in Parshas Nasa, when it talks about uh, the Sota, it says, Ish, Ish, Kisista, Ishtai, when his wife will veer. But the word sister is strange. It's tough, sin, tes, hey, which uh, if, you, if you read it without a sin, it, it spells the word shota, which means foolish. So when his wife will become foolish. What are we talking about? A woman who commits infidelity. How does she commit infidelity? So the Torah is hinting to us that she committed infidelity by being foolish. So if a person does not have knowledge, if a, if a person loses their mind, they lose their knowledge, that's how sin creeps in into the organism, into the neshama, when a person loses their mind. No person, says the Gemara, right, of course we're not absolved from that, 
with, with all right, the insanity plea does not work. Um, as the Gemara says in Tractate Brachos, I forgot where, I think maybe it's 35A, insanity, or 32A, the insanity plea does not work in such a case, but bottom line is that when a person does do another era, they are acting foolish and they are, you know, all of, uh, all of the, the light of, uh, of wisdom has, uh, has been extinguished in their head at the moment. That's, so that, 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 that's what it says. So, so the, the, the uh, Svanu Rebbe says, you see that knowledge is everything to the point where Chazal considered knowledge to be the only true acquisition, to the point where Chazal understand that a person is missing knowledge, they cannot perform mitzvahs and they cannot be productive members of the Jewish society. Right? So a person doesn't have knowledge and understanding. And therefore he says, says the Svanu Rebbe, since knowledge is everything, that the foundation of a Jew, in other words, the platform on which the, uh, how does it work in computers, the platform on which a Jew works and operates is on the platform of knowledge. That is, Ladas is Hashem to know Hashem. Look how many people, like in my mother's uh, family, the women didn't know a lot. They, their platform was the men. Um, they, they knew more than you think they yeah. knew. You, they knew more than you think they knew, right? That's right. Well, they didn't know reason. This, okay, here, Rabbi, Rabbi, we, we, uh, we spoke about Rabbi Avadi Yosef's uh, response about Bas Mitzvah. And we mentioned there, I think it was um, volume 2, number 29, if I remember correctly. In, the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the, his response on the Bas Mitzvah, he says that, uh, he says that it was not necessary. Before Sarah, before Sarah it wasn't necessary. He quotes the 3 DH that it was, not, it was not necessary to have a base Yaakov. Why not? Because the home was filled with uh, ruchnius and spirituality, and, and, and just by osmosis, the, uh, the, the young ladies growing up in the home uh, learned everything that they needed to know uh, about Hashem and Emuna and, uh, and, and, and belief. They lived it. And that's how it that because of the world, the Yitzhahara, the world changed. The, the world changed. The women became, started going outside like... like uh, like what's her name? Like uh, like Sarah and like her daughter Dina. They started going outside. They started uh, being outside of the home and influenced by the Eitzah. Therefore, Sarah Schneer and then and the world had to change. And they had to set up a base Yankif system in order to educate uh, the the ladies. So therefore, the Ramavad Yosef and he's a man of already ninety years old almost. I don't know how old he is. Maybe older than ninety years old. And he remembers how it used to be in the Altaheim and uh, whatever. Um, he's testifying. Right? Yeah, he's testifying. He's testifying how it used to be. Knowledge doesn't mean necessarily you have to know all of Shas. Yeah, that's exactly that doesn't necessarily have to mean all of Shas. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean that. The problem is if you don't know knowledge from facts, well, that's you. But they were very happy to be who they were. I just picked up the Jewish news. I just saw it over there. I here. And they just ordained or given an honor to somebody who ordained a female rabbi. Well, do you think that that's what these women were thinking about? No, I, I know. But that's what happens when you educate Okay, anyway, and so, I just want to say about one more thing about knowledge being everything. We mentioned, we mentioned that the Meshach Chachma, 
that the Meshach Chachma points out, the Reb Meir Simcha, in Parshas Kisavo, he points out, this we, we forgot to mention when we were, were emphasizing the fact that knowledge is everything, the Meshach Chachma points out that, uh, what does it mean that you'd be Choysach Kol? When the Torah says Parshas Kisavo, you'd be missing everything. He wants to say like this. He wants to say, missing everything is like this. So the Gemara says that Benazah used to stand up on the mountain, on uh, Gemara and attracted box on Big 58A, he used to stand up on the mountain and he used to say, uh, when, he, when he saw a lot of uh, people, he would say, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Shani. But blessed is Hashem that He's created all these all these people to serve me. Because right, other Marishon, in order for him to have a jacket, and what he had to do in order to get a jacket, he had to have a goat, and he had to shear the goat, he had to spin and make the threads, and then and then weave it, and then he hung it up in his closet. Right? What do we do? We open up our closet, or we go to Macy's, whatever. We pay write a check, and it's there. So even though we're paying for it, but all these people in Shabbat, in order for for Adam to have a piece of bread, so what he had to do, he had to put the wheat kernels in the ground, he had to grow them, and he had to this and harvest them, and go through all the malacha Shabbos in order to in order to make them, right? In order to make them, so so we, and then what do we do? We go to the store, we buy a piece of bread. So Rebbe Naza used to make the bracha Baruch Hashem Baruch Olam So 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 the Rebbe Simcha said, Rebbe Simcha said that we should be thankful ourselves. We should be thankful ourselves that uh, that we go and we walk into a library and everything we have a chavit. What we need to know halachas loshanara. We have the we have the book of the chavit time. We need to know the halachas of Shabbos. We have the shmir Shabbos kilchasa. We need to know uh, this law, that law. These people sat down all the rabbis through the years uh, while they're being persecuted, while they're being driven from one country to another, killing, uh, killed, beaten, looted, uh, executed, whatever. And they put out uh, all these all these forum uh, that have developed the Jewish knowledge. And now we understand. The halacha, we know the laws of Titus, and we know the laws of Shabbos, we know all, everything. Right? And uh, we take it for granted. That's what Mirsim said. So he says, the Chaysa call is, is, is that you'll be missing everything, you'll be missing knowledge. You'll be missing the, under, you'll be missing the understanding. Right? You'll be missing understanding that you didn't, you didn't have. No, I mean, I'm sorry, he doesn't say, I don't think he says it on the, he says you'll be chayzer kol, but he says, that the Torah also there says, because you didn't serve Hashem with happiness, and goodness of heart, mirov kol, from the multitude of everything. What does it mean, the multitude of everything? From the multitude of everything, of all the knowledge that you have. And when you'll be driven, you'll be, you'll be driven without, uh, without anything. That's, that's what he said. So I wanted to say, I, wanted, I was thinking like this. When I was thinking about this Meshach Achma, I was thinking that maybe according to the Swan Rebbe's opinion, the Swan Rebbe is saying that, uh, that, uh, that the, the lack of knowledge causes gullus, causes exile. So, so the Torah is saying, you'll be missing everything, which means you'll be, you'll be missing knowledge. And because of that, you won't have exile. You will have exile? Yeah, I'm sorry, you will have exile. Because you didn't serve the Rabbana Shalom from the multitude of everything. You didn't have the knowledge. Because of that, you'll be You'll be missing everything. And because you're missing everything, you'll be in Golas. You'll be, because he's saying that the cause of Golas, the cause of Golas itself is the, is the, is the, uh, is the lack of knowledge. And in turn, the cause of lack of knowledge is also Right. 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 So here he says like this. He says now, he says that Moshe Rabbeinu represented the attribute of knowledge. Moshe Rabbeinu is knowledge. He is that. He's synonymous with knowledge of Hashem. 
So he says that Moshe Rabbeinu, who was the person to choose, that was chosen to take the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim, to take them out of Golis, to take them out of the out, out of uh, out of exile, Moshe Rabbeinu. It's not an accident because if you are in Golis, the reason why you're in Golis is because you don't have knowledge. So who's going to take you out? The one that has the attribute of knowledge, and therefore the Medrash actually makes that point. The Medrash in Shemot Rabbah, number three three says that if, 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 if the marriage uses the words Shashem said to Moshe Im if you're not going to be the one nobody's going to be able to do it and it's called in the Hemigdal also this marriage because why is it why, Moshe what made him special what made Moshe Rabbeinu special the world was moving before Moshe Rabbeinu came along and the world was moving after Moshe Rabbeinu left so what made you the Lord Jehovah and says, well, if not, you're not, it's not going to be you, it'll be somebody else. Like, like Mordechai told, uh, what's her name? He told Esther, he said, it won't be you, it'll be somebody else. Right? I, don't, I remember, I'm sorry, I forgot. He told Esther, if it's going to be you, it's going to be somebody else. So you're going to escape. This is the moment, this is, this, is, you, this is what you came for. Right? So what Moshe Rabbeinu says, Dr. Medrash, what made Moshe Rabbeinu special, he, he was the attribute of Das. He was the attribute of knowledge. Moshe Rabbeinu was that, was that person. And therefore, it had to be him. Okay? Therefore, it had to be him. Now, the Pasuk says, now he says like this, the Pasuk says that what is it that the Jewish people acquired? What is it that the Jewish people acquired in, um, at Har Sinai? What did the people acquire at Har Sinai? So it says in Parshas Baitzchanan, uh, which we say during, which we say during the davening also, it says like this, Ata Haresa Ladas, Chapter 4, number 35. You have been shown to know. To know. Again, the word knowledge. That Hashem is God. There's nobody besides Him. So Rashi here explains that when were you shown, when were you shown uh, to know that there's nobody else besides Him? So Rashi says it was at Arsinai. At Arsinai, the Rabbanish Shalom opened up. There are seven firmaments. Whatever that means. Right? He opened them up. And the same way that he opened up the top, he opened up the bottom, and then, there, and then they saw that there's only the Rabbanu Shalom at Har Sinai. So at Har Sinai, what, did, what was the main point of Har Sinai, of, 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 uh, of, of the giving of the Torah? The main point of Har Sinai was, that Hashem is God, the knowledge of the Rabbanu Shalom. That was, that was the whole point of the, Kabbal, of, uh, of the Kabbalah Satorah. And we say this also, we say this also um, every Tuesday in the Shir Shalyom. Do you remember the Shir Shalyom, uh, Rabbi Marvin? I remember it's shorter than the others. It's shorter than the others, right? <laughs> the Tuesday one is shorter than the others, right? It's the shortest one. It happens to be the shorter one. It is Capitol chapter, chapter 82 in the book of Psalms. Okay? There, and in, in the Pasuk there it says, Ani Amarti, I said, Elohim Atem. You are like, like God, your rulers. You are the children of the above. So here Rashi says, what does that mean? Uh, that, When I gave you, you are like angels. When I gave you the Torah, I gave you the Torah in order that, in, in order that there are going to be no more Malach HaMavish. There will be no more angel of death. However, Achain, the next Pasuk, Zion, Ki Adam Tamusi, will die like a man. What does that mean? That after the Chet Egel, after the sin of the golden calf. 
So now they lost that status of not being ruled by the Malachim So, um... Wow. They weren't going to die? After, right, after the knowledge of the Hashem and the opening up of the seven firmaments, they achieved the status where the Malachim was going to be no longer. The angel of death was no longer going to be, he would be out of a job, he'd be fired. Be fired from his job. That's it. He would have to go move to Florida, retirement. The Malachim He had nothing to do. Baruch Hashem, they sinned with the golden calf, I'm being facetious. And then the Baruch HaMavis got his job back. You know, he was laid off for, for, uh, for, uh, for, for a couple hours. And then uh, he was working hard. You see the Rashi we learned in, in last week's Parsha, Parsha Kisisa. You know, the Malach HaMavis, he made an image. He showed a movie of Moshe Rabbeinu. He was dead in a casket, right? And, and, and he told them, he said, look, Moshe Rabbeinu is dead. He was working real hard and he would get his job back. And he won. That's right. He won the battle, didn't win the war, but uh, now now we have this status back again uh, from the other Marishan. So how did how did the Jewish people achieve this? So the Rebbe says, you know how the Jewish people achieve this? The Jewish people achieve this very simple. They achieve this by uh, by uh, the knowledge of Hashem, by attaining the knowledge of Hashem. When a person attains the knowledge of Hashem to its extreme, to the apex, to the to the nth degree, to uh, that was at the Kabbalah Satira, then automatically death uh, withers away on the on the vine. Death dissipates and death is gone. Right, and this is already leading us. If it was temporary, that means it didn't go very deep. It wasn't temporary. It was because it was they temporary. sinned. Well, no, they, they sinned. They, they couldn't have sinned. The same thing with the, Well, the same thing was with the other money. They couldn't have sinned. You said you don't sin. No, but then a person, how do you going to spend the money? to the woman in infidelity. Uh, five minutes ago, she has no, she has das, and then she's walking around everything. But then, then she goes behind closed doors. All of a sudden, she lost her diet. It doesn't make sense. How do you explain yourself? How do you explain yourself? You're going to die. I didn't see Hashem on, on, on Harsina. Are you, what? <laughs> I didn't see Hashem on Harsina. You didn't see Right. It, it was a quick job. It did require study. It was a quick job because he was only a couple hours late. and made a miscalculation. They misunderstood him, whatever. But uh, you're right. And that's a whole discussion in itself. But uh, yeah. Yeah. People make mistakes. You see that people make mistakes. People make mistakes Did you quickly. Say about my diet? I'm saying if you're going to diet, you're going to diet. When you go on a diet, so when a person goes on a diet, it is when a person goes on. When a person goes on a diet, there's dust. There's knowledge, right? All of a sudden, eating the cake, what happened to the dust? This is the Gemara and Saita. The dust went away. The cake went in. That's exactly. Okay, yeah, whatever. Are, yeah, there were emotions involved. You can have your dots and eat it. You can have your dots. <laughs> <laughs> Hashem, Hashem, <laughs> Hashem, Hashem made it uh, fun, you know, complicated. Now, once they sinned in the golden calf, so then they lost their dots. That's well, what he said. It was the Arab that did it, right? Yeah. Oh, right, right, yeah, okay, okay, sure, fine. Anyway, so it says like this. It, it says in Parashat Kisisa, it says, that there's two renditions of the Chet Egel. There's two renditions of the of the uh, of the Chet Egel of the uh, of the sin of the golden calf. Uh, one of them is the rendition is is the story that the Torah tells. The other is the story is the the Aaron told Moshe. So when Aaron told Moshe the the the, the story, he said he said like this. When Aaron in the second telling of the story, Aaron said, "By this eagle just came out. <laughs> so, so the Gemara says on page twenty-five in Tractate Megillah that we don't read that we don't read that parsha with the translation. It used to be a metugim is a guy who stood in shul. He translated the the laning. So we don't read that we don't read that with the translation. Why not? Because the people who are uneducated they're going to think that the eagle came out by itself. It was really actually a god, but uh, but it wasn't. Uh, right? Uh, it wasn't really a god. 
So the Masha over there says in the Gemara, the Gemara, the Masha over there says that um, there were, there were, it was black magic, it was uh, Micha had some kind of name of Hashem that he used to make it come out. Um, so people, people are going to think that. So the Rebbe here says, Rebbe says no. The words by Yotza Ha'egel Hazeh, this ego came out uh, in, I guess, I guess this is the Hasidic perspective, or maybe the Jewish perspective, means that it means Vayotza means go out, which means that the knowledge left them. That with this Egel, the knowledge left them completely. That's what it means. It doesn't mean that it came out by itself. Chasashon doesn't mean that the Egel was nothing. It was just a golden calf. It was made out of gold. Couldn't happen by because Hashem lets you do what you want to do, even if what you're doing is wrong. He helps you do it. If you want to send Hashem, help you send. Right, so that's what we said. The Gemara says in Tractate Makos, page 10b. So the Marsha over there says in plural, says they, they lead him, that there are angels created to lead him in the energy whichever way he goes. Badly enough, maybe Hashem could have helped him get it. Uh, yeah, right. So now. The literal translation in the Chumash, doesn't it essentially say that, that Aaron told Moshe that he took all the gold, threw it in the bag, threw it in the fire, and and, and the calf came out from the fire? That's a literal translation, yeah. That's the issue. Okay. But it doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that. Right, because it says that he fashioned it. He but fashioned it's possible, it. because the same thing happened with the menorah. That, that the, no, the reason why that happened with the menorah is because over there the Chazal say that, uh, that Moshe Rabbeinu, he didn't know what it's supposed to look like. Right. So Hashem said, right. you know, right. Right. So he I went mean, to the Viking and stuff. I mean, anything is possible for Hashem to do. Right, but the Gemara makes a specific point that that's not what happened. It didn't come out by itself. Okay. I mean, maybe it did come out by itself, but it was black magic. It's not that it was an actual oh. God uh, power. Well, now, so if that's the case, if we know that knowledge is the impediment to the gula, so how do we bring the gula? The lack of knowledge is is uh, the impediment to gula. So how do we bring the gula? By making knowledge, right? So by doing knowledge. So if that's the case, what happened? Moshe Rabbeinu came down from Arsinai when he came down Yom Kippur. On Yom Kippur he came down, as the Gemara says in Tractate Tanis on page thirty B, right? And uh, Rashi. With the second time, right? Right, the second time, 120 days later. Yeah, okay. Right, he came down. As the Gemara say, and, and Rashi quotes uh, this Medrash, or, or, or also Gemara, in uh, chapter 33, verse number 11, right? So what happened is that Moshe Rabbeinu came down, and he was appeased with Akash Baruch Hu from the sin of the golden calf, to bring them back to the level of, uh, uh, that it was before. So what was the first thing that he gave them? He gave them the mitzvah of Shabbos. He gave him the mitzvah of Shabbos. So he said the mitzvah of Shabbos is what? So how, well, how, does it, how does it that the mitzvah of Shabbos is um, the first thing that should be after the Chet HaEgel? If you guessed it. Because the mitzvah of Shabbos works to be mashpia. It works to influence or to, to help a person with das, with knowledge. As we said last week's Pasha, Ki oisi, it is a sign, Beini Ubeinechem, Ladas, to know uses the word das by Shabbos. So that's the first mitzvah that he gave in Shabbos because Shabbos brings the geula, Shabbos brings the redemption because it brings knowledge to the Jew. 
And the Geula, the redemption, essentially, as it says in Yeshaya, chapter 11, verse number 9, it says, In the future, right, that the, the land will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem like, like, like the water, like the oceans cover the ground. Right, that's what it says over there in Yeshaya. And so Shabbos is this. And so therefore we come back to our original question, now you're going to see it's Gevaldic. Right, is that we said that in the, in the first 20 Tukim in our Pasha, Pasha's Vayakel, it says, um, it says in Pasha's Vayakel, 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 uh, what does it say? It says, Vayakel Moshe es kol adas b'nei Yisrael. Moshe Rabbeinu gathered all the Jewish people together. So we said that the word adas is used twice. If you take the, the whole congregation of Israel, if you take the word adas, and you switch around the letters, I and Dalid Tas, you get the word Das. Right? You get the word Das. The knowledge, and so therefore the, the word congregation hints to the word knowledge. What's the mitzvah? What's the first mitzvah in Parshas Vayakya? Is the mitzvah Shabbos. Therefore the first mitzvah that Moshe Rabbeinu gives is a tikkun, as a, as a fix for the Cheta Egel, for the sin of the golden calf, which is from previous part, last week's Parsha, Parsha Kisisa, is Shabbos, which is Das. Okay? And then it says, what's the next mitzvah after that in this week's parsha? After Shabbos? The mitzvah of the Mishkan. Right? It's the mitzvah of the Mishkan. And how is the mitzvah of the Mishkan introduced? Again it says, Vayemi Moshe el kol adas b'nei Israel. Moshe said to the whole congregation of Israel, the word adas, ayin daletof, stands for the word das, knowledge. It's, again, rearrange the letters of the word adas, congregation, is knowledge. Why? Because the Beis Amigdosh also says, the uh, the Nesiva Shalom says this one of Rebbe is also imparts knowledge. It also imparts knowledge, as it says. And this is a very interesting thing, which we talked about also in Parshas Vayakil in the past. It says like this in chapter thirty-five, Sukim Lamed and Lamed Aleph. What does it say? And uh, on thirty and thirty-one, when it talks about the fact that uh, the fact that what's his name, Betzalo. Uh, was in charge of building the Bishmini. He says like this, Vayemi Moshe al Bnei Yisrael, Moshe to the Jewish people, Ru'u kara Hashem b'shem b'tzahol ben Uri b'chor, l'mata Yehuda, he called them, Vayimale yasov ruach elokim, he filled them with the spirit of God, b'chachma, with wisdom, b'tvun obedas, u'b'chor molacha. So you see, that the Beis HaMikdash, the Mishkan, anybody comes near it, is imparted with knowledge, is imparted with das, like b'tzahol was. Why? Who was the one that they killed before, you know... Yeah, who was the one that they killed for the midwife? Is that... There is a connection with it. Between the towel being chosen to do it as maybe it's some kind of a sequence? Oh, yeah, probably, yes, there is. I don't, uh, don't remember right now exactly, but yes, that, that's a, there is a connection. Now, Kivan, he says like this, She'ikr in Yonah shall Beis since the main part of the Beis Amidah, Shailachim is Das, Bekla Yisrael. The whole point of the Beis Amidah is to bring knowledge of Hashem. And as we saw, that's true. I mean, this is an endless discussion. As for example, the Ramban in his introduction to Parshas Truma says that the Mishkan itself was a was the the uh, portable uh, Har Sinai, mm-hmm. right? He says it was a portable Har Sinai. What's Har Sinai? As we just discussed uh, for the past fifteen minutes, that's the that's the knowledge of Hashem when Hashem opened up all the firmaments. So the the Mishkan itself, the tabernacle, is a portable Har Sinai, which means that it is. A vehicle, it's, a, it's, it's an instrument, the catalyst, to bring knowledge to the Jewish people. And that's why Bitzal, when he came near the base of English, he was automatically filled with knowledge. And also all the people that participated, all the people that participated in the building of the Bishop English were also filled with knowledge. 
Not only that, and this is an amazing thing, um, this is a really amazing thing. In, in, uh, in Parshas, um, uh, the, 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 in Shemos Rabbah, in uh, Memches Gimel, right, it says in the, in the Pasuk there, in, 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 in Pasuk here 36, in chapter 36, Pasuk number 1, listen to what it says. This is an amazing Dabba. At least according to the Swarim Rebbe. But also Bitzalar Aliyah, the whole Ish Chacham Leif, and Bitzalar Aliyah did, and everybody with the wisdom of the heart did. Hashem also Hashem, what Hashem gave them Chacham Utfuna, that Hashem gave them wisdom and knowledge. Bahema with this Ladas to know Lasos is called Melech Zavodis Hakodesh. The Chol Asher Tiv Hashem, all the work of the of the of the of the of the of the Mishkan that Hashem commanded. The word Bahema in this is strange. If you take away the vowels and you spell out the word, the word behemoth spells behemoth, which means animal. And the Medrash Rabbah picks up on this, the Medrash Rabbah 48.3, and says that even the animals were influenced by the Mesamidash with intelligence. Because since the Mesamidash is such an acute force, in uh, I guess in the in the in the supernatural or in the nature of where it stands, that if anybody comes close to the uh, to the Mesamidash, um, anybody comes close to the they're automatically filled with knowledge. And by the way, I want to add to this. Their role probably because they use the uh, uh, and stuff like that from the animal. Right, an animal can have a robot can have intelligence. A computer, it could be artificial intelligence. Some animals are more intelligent than others, right? You can but tell this. They probably knew what they what their purpose was then. Right, so you could tell. I mean, you could tell there's a difference between a, a monkey, for example, and a peacock. Or not a peacock, or what do they call it? An ostrich. You look an ostrich in the face, you see. It doesn't have as much knowledge as a monkey. Right? There's different intelligence. When, is, when, when did you look into the face of When I go to the zoo. When I go to the zoo. When I go on the zoo, I see it. But I also want to say like this. I want to say like this, that according to the Rebbe, it's very nice what the Gemara says in Tractor Bobas on page 158p. The Gemara over there says, Rabzeru says, and we all know this Gemara, that the heir of Eretz Yisrael is Machim. The heir of Eretz Yisrael makes a person wise. Right? So the Mashor in his, in his Agodas, in uh, Kiddushin, the Mashon is coming here in Kiddushin, where the Gemara says on page 69a, I think that, the, that Eretz Yisrael is the highest place in, in the world, so the Gemara over there says, and uh, there the Mashon says, that the Beis Amitis is the highest place, right, and that's why, since they're basically connected together, it seems to be that it seems from the Mashor, since they're both connected together, therefore they give knowledge, they impart knowledge. So therefore, the, the, the reason why the heir of Eretz Yisrael makes a person wise is because it's very close in proximity to the base of which we are discussing now, imparts knowledge upon people, right? And that's why, by the way, the Sanhedrin, the rabbinical court, where do you think it's at? Where was the offices of the, of the rabbinical court? Inside the base of It was inside the base of says the Mashor. Why? Because that is, if a, you know, if a judge gonna be, is going to be the most knowledgeable, the most understanding about the cases that are brought in front of them, and the Supreme Court or whatever it is of the of the of, uh, of Judaism, it's going to be in the base of in the place where they can be the most wise, they can be the most influenced. By the way, this is in contradistinction to what we've said in the past, and that is, is that the Ramban says in this week's Pasha, um, the Ramban. Um, the, the Ramban says in this week's Pasha that, actually he says that's not the case. The Ramban wants to say, and he's quoted, the Ramban is also quoted by the, um, the Sefer called, it's about learning Torah, um, 
you know, it's a, it's safer of, of encouragement and inspiration about learning Torah. So it's called the Binyan Olam. This safer here makes the argument, and in the end, in his Mabuyim to chapter 10, number 1, he says that if a person really wants to uh, go beyond their ability of knowledge and understanding of Torah, then they should strive for it, because Hashem will miraculously grant it to them. Because the Ramban says like this, the Ramban in this week's Pasha basically says, in uh, verse number 21, that the Ramban that um, he says, how did how did Aliyah, how did B'tzalo know how to uh, how did B'tzalo know how to build Beis Hamikdash? I mean, what is he an architect? Did they have architecture school over there? What do they call it? What's an architect? Famous architecture. MIT is that architecture? No, it's a, it's computer. What is it? Did they have did they have architecture school over there in the, in the desert in the whatever over there below Egypt over there? They had to set up a university. They had classes of professors. How did the Zamban? How do they all these people know everything? How do they know how to build uh, how to build these things and how to how to weave and sew and these complex things? So you say, but even if you tell somebody, you need training, you need education, you need understanding. You can be told. Uh, yeah, somebody could tell me right now how to fly a plane. I get on a plane. I'm not going to be able to do it. How do, how do they know? So the Ramban says. So according to the Rebbe, according to the Swami Rebbe, which we're saying over this evening, this in his piece is is that according to the Swami Rebbe, it's simple. Anybody came closer to base something, the automatically is part of his knowledge. You know, Ramban says like this. The Ramban says, he, and he's medaiked this from the Torah, that the Torah says, Every person came whose heart carried them. So the Ramban says that anybody who jumped into the fire with faith, whose heart carried them and said, I want to do this, automatically were, it's like, it's like being in the, uh, it's like being in the Air Force, in Israeli Air Force. Anybody who said, you know, didn't have any pilots, no pilots. So what do they do with the pilots? The pilots came, Jewish pilots came from the United States, and they volunteered. And they, they flew the planes during the war. That's what happened. But over here in the desert, that's not what happened. People walked up to the plane and said, I really want to fly this plane. I really want to fly this plane. I want to fly this plane. I'm willing to fly the plane. Automatically, we're filled with knowledge how to fly the plane, how to construct the plane, how to build the plane. That's what Ramban says. And the, he quotes the, uh, this Binyan, uh, Binyan Olam, quotes the Sikhus Musa, which is of Chaim Levitz in year number Tavshin Lam Gimel, page 48. He says like this, so we would think this is miraculous. person wanted to fly a plane, almost on the flying plane. It's a miracle. He says, uh, he says, no. This is not a miracle at all. This is not a change in nature at all. This is natural. Anytime somebody raises their heart in the ways of Hashem, automatically open up and become revealed the wellsprings that are hidden of wisdom. The Ain There is nothing that a person can say, I cannot do this. If a person lifts his heart, and they want to be great, then it flows and reach higher levels of Hashem, in his fear, then it's possible. Then they can do it. If a person wants to, so it comes out according to the Sikh Musa, the reason why people are not successful is because they don't really want to. If they really wanted to be successful, then they can become like Pitzal, all of a sudden they can be filled with the knowledge and understanding of Shem Hashem. That is the opinion of the Ramban, which is in, in, in not like the, the, like the Nesiva Shalom is saying. But wait, is it true? You don't think it, I, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I believe it. Rav Chaim Shalom is the Rosh Shiva, the Mir Yeshiva. 
Do I see the base of the The guy who wanted to so-called fly the plane, where was he? He wasn't near the base of the when he said it? Maybe it's really the same shot. Maybe it is the same shot. Maybe it's the same shot. I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, they came within the, the confines of the base of Mekdis, and they said, I want to do this. Right. So it's the same thing. They they were within the, the within the barriers of, of Das. And that's why it says at the end of the building, the Mishkan, it says again, by Yetzu Kol Adas, chapter 20. Now we have one more thing to explain, and that is... And to this day, no matter which of the 70 nations the Jew comes from, it's the same thing. That's the ayin. What? I'm sorry, what are you saying? Ayin, what is this? Adas. Right. No matter where the the the, the nation go among the nations, right. among the 70 nations, yeah. we still can come close to Hashem and have knowledge of Hashem. Right, of course. Yeah. But that's going to ultimately bring the God, that's going to bring the, uh, oh, the 70 nations, yeah. But ultimately that's supposed to bring the Gula. So the more knowledge you have, the bring you bring the Gula. Now we have one more question to deal with, which we asked at the beginning, and that is, in Parshish Kedoshim, you should become holy, it says, uh, it says, because of Dabra Kola Dasbni Yisrael, Kedoshim T, you should be holy. So what does that have to do with should be holy? So over there we know. Right, he says, what's the answer to this? Kola Dasbni Yisrael, so we already know the secret, the word Adas means Das. Right, so how does that have to do with being holy? So he says like this, and if you recall, one time I think we discussed this too, the uh, the word uh, we discussed this on Rosh Hashanah um, in the in, in, in the shul upstairs we discussed it on Rosh Hashanah um, and also um, uh, other occasions there's a famous dispute the between Rashi and the Ramban what does it mean to be holy Rashi says holy means to separate oneself from illicit licentious behavior and the Ramban there says Kodeshat Mutalach you should be you should sanctify yourself with that which is permissible. With respect to Ramban, that if a person, if a person is, uh, right, uh, he can eat, uh, not transgress any Averis, but he could still be a maneuver Bershus HaTorah. He could be a person who is discussing with the permission of the Torah, says the Ramban. If a person can have 10 steaks a night, a person can have intimacy with his wife uh, 20 times a night, right, it's, uh, but it's permissible, it's muta. She went to the mikveh. Right, uh, the, the food is kosher, was slaughtered properly. But a person has to be kudoshim to you. A person has to know when to curtail, when to curtail, even if it's muta, even if it's, even even if it's not uh, prohibited. Says the rabbi, he doesn't quote the Ramban, but obviously he means to say the Ramban, because otherwise, I mean, unless he means the medrash, the medrash. So he says like this. So therefore, this command of kudoshim to you that should be holy has not, no repercussions. A person needs five steaks. There's no repercussions, it's not a sin. A person eats traits is a sin. That's enough here. But a person eats five steaks, that there's no repercussions for that. So what does it take? What are the what are the what are the what does it take for a person to change themselves with actions that don't require repercussions? Now as if there's a repercussion, I don't do the action because I'm afraid of the repercussion. I don't want to get a Gehenna, I don't want to receive Malchus, I don't want whatever, I don't, I don't want uh, the Rabbanishon to be angry at me, I, I don't want to suffer in Shemayim. So, uh, because of the fear, because of being scared, that's what stops me. But how does a person stop himself from doing something which is permissible, even though it's wrong? So for that, he says, So a person needs Das for that. A person has to have Seichol. A person has to have an understanding for that. Right? Because a person... Uh, even uh, even Pavlov's dog doesn't need to know that if he if he does if he does this he's going to get a whack, right? That doesn't require intelligence, but 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 to understand that something is wrong, 
that requires das. Because when a person, when a Jewish person reaches the knowledge of Hashem, then he is able to see the um, the nothingness of this world. There is a kirushabam and the disgustingness that's in it. And because of that, pleasure becomes disgusting in his eyes. And therefore, the Torah says, says the Rebbe. Um, therefore, the Torah says, says the Rebbe, um, because Dabe al Kola Das Yisrael speak to the whole congregation of Israel. Kidoshim to to sanctify yourself. How? Through being in a Das, a congregation with Das. Kidusha can only come. Holiness can only come with Das with knowledge. That's what, and that, that's how it fits with our discussion. So, in summary, everything that we said this evening is as follows: that the uh, we we said like this. We said that the reason why we are in Golos is because there's a, a general lack of knowledge and understanding of Hashem. The way to fix that is to acquire a general uh, knowledge and understanding of Hashem. How does, how does one do that? Through the keeping of Shabbos and the building or understanding of the Beis Amidash. And once a person is, in one, in, in another way that a person can do that is by making themselves holy, which can only be accomplished through the medium of das, because there are no repercussions in the holiness that is required, which means sanctifying oneself into that which is permissible. And that is hinted to in our Parsha, and in Parsha's Kedoshim, when it uses the word adas, when you switch around the letters, it means das. Okay, anyway, that's what I want to share with you. You this evening, and Mr. Uh, Shem, we should have das, we should have seichel to move forward properly. Okay, so the, my question was: uh, the, Do some people automatically get knowledge as a gift from Hashem? I don't know. You know, I mean, some no people have more knowledge than others. No masala like that. That I mean, did Moshe? Did he acquire it, or did Hashem give it to him as a gift? Uh, some of it he gave it to him as a gift, and some of it he acquired. Because it's the last week's partial, we saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was given as a gift to Torah. He was given as a gift, the Rashi says. The, 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 some of it he was given as a gift, and some of it he acquired. He had to come to that point. There are different uh, levels of knowledge. Ultimately, everything is, is dependent upon free will. As the Gemara says in Tractate, uh, need on page uh, 15b. What you do is you know, yeah. whether or not you have... 